Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joining us now is R.J. Hammon, who is the Director of Government Relations at the Federation for American Immigration Reform. R.J., welcome back in. Thanks for being with me. Yeah, J.T., thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So uh, a little crazy during the uh, midterms here and the results, uh, no red <laughs> wave, a little red ripple, but uh, what's the impact uh, with immigration in our southern border? Yeah, I mean, well, there's plenty of blame to go around here. Uh, you know, McConnell, Trump, McCarthy, candidates themselves, you know, the RNC, you name it. But I'm telling you, we're, we're pretty afraid, I'll, I'll put it this way, that you're going to have a misinterpretation of these results. I mean, the poor performance by a lot of Republicans really had nothing to do with support for border security or restricting immigration overall. But we're already seeing a lot of Republican establishment types trying to attribute this underwhelming performance to running on border security and hoping they change their approach. And again, we think that's going to be a terrible misread. We have some poll results from their exit polling that we're going to drop in the coming days. But, you know, Republicans need to realize that that candidates like DeSantis, you know, who blew expectations out of the water, Mm -hmm. had a record they could point to. I mean, the guy boldly sent a bunch of migrants to Martha's Vineyard. But voters knew where they stood. But a lot of Republicans don't have a good record on, on immigration. They did a, you know, a poor job of rolling out a clear policy plan. They had no results to point to. They refused to focus on actual solutions. And and it was just, a, you know, a bunch of border crisis is bad tweets. And lastly, I mean, you know, what's funny is that it suddenly stopped. It was all political. If you go look at any House or Senate Republican, you go to their Twitter page, there's nothing on the crisis or needs for border security anymore. It all stopped on Election Day. Imagine that. Yeah, exactly. And there was a lot of discussion, too, about the talking points Republicans landed on for the midterms. And a lot of folks were pointing at abortion and saying Republicans needed to come in and be a little softer on that and come up with some, you know, no abortion except for X, Y, Z and address the social issues more uh, as opposed to being hard on the economy, hard on Border Patrol. But, uh, you know, I think that's just Democratic speak and I think it's misguided speak and that, uh, in fact, the border is a real issue with Americans here and people really do care, as you mentioned, i.e. Ron DeSantis. So how do you think that's going to play moving forward in the run for the White House? You know, it's going to be it's going to be interesting for for uh, I mean a lot of fronts. I mean, what we're again, what we're trying to say at least up here is the party itself, you know, greases the wheels for the White House. Again, it's not all DeSantis or Trump or everything. Republicans got to build up a good bit of goodwill in a very tough, you know, environment. So what we're trying to emphasize, you know, on Capitol Hill and, and in the media is that it can it's not messaging is not the most important thing. I mean, we cannot even though the majority in the House will probably end up around four or five. Again, you got to have policy outcomes. You got to have results. Build a record. You know, start by opposing amnesty and other bad pieces of legislation in this lame duck session that's about to begin tomorrow. Try to pass the bill out the gate, and, and we're hopeful that they'll be rewarded in 2024. I mean, you have to lean into secure borders and produce results if you want to end up using it for political gain. It's that simple. And then we're also fearful to some extent that. 
if, you know, with Trump, who I can tell you, I mean, he's running tomorrow. And if DeSantis ends up announcing next year, you know, we don't want our issue to, you know, become a, a just be riding along with a, a personal, you know, political war because that could taint it going forward. It's an issue that that is apolitical in nature, and Mm -hmm. it's good for the American people, good policy, and the integrity of our country. Well, it's an interesting discussion. We could talk an hour on the DeSantis-Trump situation here and what the actual decision will be tomorrow. We'll just have to wait and see. Did Donald Trump give himself a week to kind of let it settle after the midterms and to see how DeSantis did? Will he change his mind, or is he full steam ahead? We'll have to see tomorrow. All right, quickly, I wanted to get your thoughts on what's happening with Chris Magnus, who is the uh, Custom and Border Patrol head guy, uh, stepping down. Now, this comes as no surprise, really, to me, because Mayorkas had asked him to resign, and he refused. But now, less than a year, the chief guy where the rubber hits the road has said, all right, I'm out. Uh, is he a scapegoat because of all the apprehensions uh, that are rising in the getaways? Uh, does somebody have to pay the price because Mayorkas and Biden certainly aren't going to? Well, you, you took the words out of my mouth. You know, it is Mayorkas and Biden finding a scapegoat for this. I'm surprised they didn't do it before the election. Uh, but no, again, he deserved to be removed or resigned. I mean, there was a lot of reports coming out about, you know, all he wanted to do was go in there and change the culture at the Border Patrol. I mean, he was the one at the forefront of that bad whipping coverage and all that. There are a lot of reports that fall asleep in meetings. I mean, he didn't really care about the mission of protecting the border. Keep in mind, he was a woke sheriff in Arizona and in California where he, you know, emphasized the fact that they were a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. Didn't really care about cooperating with the federal government. It was just the worst fit. It made absolutely no sense. But the Biden administration tapped him. The Senate confirmed them. It's all on them. I mean, will they end up nominating a better, stronger, you know, more a true public servant that will secure our borders? Unlikely, especially now with firmer control of the Senate. <laughs> They'll probably be able to put in an even worse replacement. I was going to say, there's no way they're going to put some tough guy down there because, let's call it, Biden's policies on immigration are not going to change. You're spot on. They're doing it by design. I mean, that's our issue, too, with calling for the removal, resignation, or impeachment of Mayorkas. Who's on the bench? Who's next? Again, probably somebody even worse. RJ, great to talk with you. Thanks for the update. I appreciate you. RJ Hammond, the Director of Government Relations at the Federation for American Immigration Reform. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.